Hey there, it's Jenny Holbert bringing you another episode of the Wild Wellness Podcast. Thank you for listening, my friend. Today's topic is inner autumn in your wild cycle. And quick side note, to go along with this episode and the season, I have a special autumn guidebook, which is available for members of the wild. So I'll share more on this at the end of the episode, and you can get all the details in the show notes at jennyholbert.com forward slash 59. So what is your inner autumn? Well, if you have been around and listened to the podcast for a while, you probably have heard me talk about this, but there's this idea that as women, we go through four seasons each and every month, spring, summer, autumn, and winter. And each one has a different energy to it, a different invitation for us to focus on. It has really uh, an invitation to switch it up when it comes to our workout flow and even our relationships, the way we relate to other people. It honestly guides us to manage our well-being, to manage our self-care in a cycle rather than as a constant linear flow that's always the same because nothing in nature exists that way. And so inner autumn could be compared to the premenstrual phase. So winter is the menstrual phase, spring would be pre-ovulation, also known as the follicular phase, and then summer would be ovulation. So inner autumn we're talking about today, and that again would be the premenstrual phase. So if we take a peek at nature, I think we get a lot of metaphors that I happen to love, and especially if you're in the Northern Hemisphere and listening to this in the current season of nature, you can look around and see a lot of these clues and what I really see is guidance from nature. So autumn is associated with leaves falling off the trees, right? Nature is moving toward this period of more rest and renewal as opposed to growth and this outward focused energy. That was summertime and that's coming to an end. So think of it as a time where there's a turning inward. The leaves stop photosynthesizing They accumulate under the tree to form a natural mulch that replenishes the soil. And as I look at my own garden and see that autumn is about taking in those final fruits and veggies of the season, that abundance that earth has gifted us, this energy is a lot less intense than summer. That growth is coming to an end. The heat, the yang energy of summer is definitely moving toward a slowdown. So As I think about it, too, autumn is a time of transition. It can be a more introspective time because of that turning inward and less outward energy. And as a quick note also on uh, traditional Chinese medicine, which I'm not an expert in, but I find it interesting and I read and study about both traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurveda, and as I receive acupuncture, I learn a lot from the practitioner. So the element of autumn is metal, and the organs of the metal element are the lung and large intestine. So I think it's interesting that in traditional Chinese medicine, the large intestine's role is seen as one that eliminates what is unnecessary for our bodies, and that includes letting go of thoughts that are toxic to us as well, not just the physical elimination. And the large intestine and lung actually work in connection with each other. So one letting go and the other would be taking in what's pure. So without the large intestine's ability to eliminate, we wouldn't be able to experience all of that fullness of goodness and gratitude that's being brought in through the lungs. 
It's a cycle. So in Ayurveda, autumn is a classic vata season, if you're familiar with the doshas. So it's very closely associated with the element of air and also with the lungs, which oftentimes respiratory imbalances are common. During autumn, there is possibly uh, an imbalance with the vata itself. So I'm not going to go into a lot of that. Again, I'm not an expert in Ayurveda either, but I just find it interesting to kind of bring all this together. And if you are someone who studies that yourself or you know, knows anything about that, it's something you can dive into a little bit more or you might find it interesting too. So that's how nature, to me, shows us characteristics and the energy of autumn. So let's talk about now our inner autumn as women. As I said, this is the premenstrual phase. It's typically days 20 to 26 of our cycle. It's called the luteal phase. And just a quick note as I talk about the days 20 to 26, it's really important not to get caught up in the exact days, but to follow your own experience, of course, and to sense what you discover throughout your inner season. So it's not like you're going to land on day 21 and be like, okay, this is my inner autumn starting. The inner seasons and the days align with what is going on in your body and they're not exact. So everyone is different and you may notice differences even from month to month. Maybe you don't have a 28 day cycle. Maybe it's more like 33 or 34 or 31. Maybe it's 26. So that could change things as well. So it's just more the details that you want to pay attention to and keeping a journal and taking note of what's going on in your cycle is really going to help you to notice the patterns and the changes that might occur, which is part of what the guidebook that you'll get with this episode and for this month as a member of the wild, which includes that. So autumn being premenstrual and luteal phase, the days following ovulation leading up to menstruation basically is that period of time. And just like the autumn season in nature, this is a very reflective time. It's a time to evaluate and look back on the past 30 days or so. And when we go through this cycle each time, it's a time when our energy seems to wane. It's not a time to be hard on ourselves or to think something's wrong with us because our energy and mood change for a few days or even a week. It's natural to want to rest more. But this is so opposite of our culture's messaging that we're likely receiving or have received for most of our lives, where the linear growth and productive aspect of the cycle is most respected, right? So when we hit this time of the month, it sometimes feels like that. We're like slamming into um, a wall or like we're hitting the brakes. We often ask ourselves possibly like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? My energy's down. My mood's all off. I feel like a crazy person. And it's often, I think, because of that cultural programming and messaging where we're not in that linear growth phase anymore. We're not in the most productive aspect of the cycle. It's a letting go. It's an introspection, a more... Um, reflective time, as I said, and yet, and yet <laughs> we simply need to follow our body's wisdom each month and not resist against this. And this has been one of the most amazing revelations that I have had, honestly, just even in the last couple years about how our bodies operate in cycles and seasons, because this was not something I was taught as a young woman. And I wish that I had been because it would have um, really eliminated a lot of struggle that I've had. But, you know, it all comes at the right time. So I am happy 
so grateful to have learned it now and to be practicing and working with it. And that's why I love talking about it because I think more women need to understand this about themselves. I think it's the most important thing for us to understand about our well-being and about our bodies, honestly, because everything else stems from that. So there are so many gifts if we follow our body's wisdom each month. Slowing down during this inner autumn allows us to have that introspection. And as a beautiful compliment to this, by design, we are much more intuitive during this time. So it's the perfect time and phase in the cycle to recognize and transform the more difficult areas of our lives. We might be able to get insight on something that we've been wanting to figure out. And because it's natural to be more in tune with what's most meaningful in our lives, it's also natural to be more emotional, to shed some tears and really allow an internal cleansing. You may even notice that right before you bleed, you get the urge to organize, to clean. It's like an outward cleansing reflects as that Uh, inward cleansing taking place at the same time. So because you're having and feeling that inward cleanse, you may want to feel like that's happening on the outside as well. And you're purging and uh, cleaning out things that maybe are no longer needed or serving and organizing as well. So the feelings of this phase of the inner autumn would be that natural intuition, maybe a sense of feeling like you need to let go or say no It also is a time where you might notice, because you're so tapped in, your inner critic voice popping up a bit more. You might start to have difficulties managing that voice that's negative, that's telling you you can't, or you're not enough, or it's not working out. And sometimes those are the messages you want to pay the most uh, attention to. Really, you, you do want to pay attention to them, but sometimes they have the most valuable insights for you because it's sort of bringing up all the stuff. It's that time to face everything. So because it is the completion of the cycle and that letting go and turning inward, it really is a great time to focus on that and abandon some outside responsibilities perhaps and feel okay with wanting to be by yourself because you probably will crave that more and that's going to allow you to really work through some of those difficult emotions. So if I were to offer some sacred commitments during this time for yourself, it would be to ask yourself questions like, how am I doing? How am I really doing? And also to face those feelings that you've overridden and maybe needs that you've sidelined throughout the month, really tap into your physical and emotional well-being, tap into maybe things that have been ignored It's that time to move through obstacles that you've been stalling on or avoiding and possibly to strengthen your boundaries within your relationships, within your work, to really take a look at things because your intuition is heightened. As I said, your tolerance for doing the things that you normally do might be pretty low. So really just allow yourself some space. You have the power at this time to really initiate change within yourself and around you and then as a ripple effect into the world if you use that power wisely because your steam is running out during this time you really want to direct it into that type of change so this is a time to 
not be hard on yourself, like I said, for wanting to chill out or relax or do nothing because it really does allow you to put that energy into the change that can occur and the transformation that you're working through. And this goes for your workouts as well and the energy that you put there. So the workout vibes during this time during this phase would be to scale back on intense exercise, start to go easier, less intensity, more steady state exercise, whatever that might be. Maybe it's moving from a run to a hike. Maybe it's moving from a high intensity interval training to a a slower paced yoga class. Maybe it's moving from a hot, intense yoga class to a restorative class. You know, yoga is not always the restorative or calm exercise. It can be really intense too. So you just have to pay attention to what that is in your body. Same with running. You can do a really intense run or you can do a really easy run. It's all what feels less intense for you. So it's also a good time to acknowledge any goals that you've reached any changes that you've made in the last month or so, any challenges that you've met. Maybe it's the end of a season of races for you and you begin this season of recovery. So that would be a time to really look at the completion, look at the goals you've reached, reflect on that. And again, watch out for the inner critic and that temptation to just do more. Because sometimes when we feel so energized from our inner summer, we tend to overshoot into the autumn. I have noticed I uh, have a tendency to do this. And because you're feeling so energized from summer, you just kind of go careening into that phase of fall and you don't really have the proper slowdown that leads you into that winter rest when you actually start to bleed and you actually have menstruation. So avoid the temptation to do more and overshoot and just allow yourself that slowdown without saying, well, what's wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with you. It's just that phase of the cycle. So as a side note too, you probably won't feel like, or you may not feel like, I should say, you may not feel like going to a group workout or a group yoga class or a group hike with other people, the common trait there being group. You might really want to do more alone solo activities. You might want to go solo in your kayak. You might want to take a solo hike. You might want to just skip the yoga class with the group and do it at home. So if you're like me, you also might like to, or you might feel a surge of energy some days. It's like I have one last go before I head into winter. So my energy does start to dip in the inner autumn phase. I've noticed that. But there's also some days where all of a sudden I have kind of this summer-like energy. So I'm not sure what that's all about yet, but I've noticed it within myself and and I just sort of go with it. If I feel like doing something, you know, a little longer or just a little harder, it's not even that it, it, the challenge is not the desire there. It's more just like feeling that fun energy of really going for it. It's the best way I can think of to explain it. So anyway, just notice those changes within yourself. What else do I want to say about the workout vibes here? Um, Physically, your glucose uptake 
in your muscle and fat cells is decreased. So that's another reason why steady state exercise efforts are better during this time because those don't require a lot of fast access to glucose. So steady state would be more advantageous during that time because just what your body's doing anyway. And during this time, you may find that you do better with aerobic training, like moderate loads, longer, less intense workouts. Um, and when I say longer, I don't mean like super long. It's That would be probably not dialing it back, but just instead of those short, high intensity training type of workouts that might be like 20 minutes, it would be a longer and more moderate exertion. So as you start to move towards the end of inner autumn, tapering off your training according to how you're feeling and if you're experiencing any of those premenstrual symptoms would obviously be a good idea. Listening to your body, not beating yourself up in the second part of the cycle because your progesterone also rises significantly during this time. Your body temperature is higher during this phase and the because it shoots up after ovulation and stays high until menstruation. So your body is preparing for a potential pregnancy when it does that, should an egg have been fertilized at ovulation. And the rise in your core body temperature that occurs after ovulation can affect how quickly you fatigue. So one study actually showed that during the luteal phase, the time to fatigue was reduced in hot and humid conditions. So depending on where you live or what season of nature we happen to be in, this is something that's going to inspire you to dial back as well. Your body's going to not feel like going as hard. So the challenges during this time, as I can summarize, as I've kind of alluded to, but the challenges would be that you have a difficult time going slowly, that you can't seem to create that space between your schedule and having that space for tapping into your feelings, tapping into that reflective time. Without a dose of inner kindness for yourself, this season could feel difficult because you're going to be in judgment. You're going to be wondering, what's wrong with me? Why don't I have energy? Why do I want to overeat? Why is am I falling off track with my um, my diet? My And when I say diet, I don't mean like diet in the sense of weight loss diet. I just mean the way that you're eating. Um, you might wonder why you feel so selfish and why your needs are highlighted so strongly. These are the challenges, but hopefully as you've started to understand, as I've talked about this, these are challenges for a reason. It's because that potentially the opposite of what we think we should be doing is actually true. So there's an invitation for some other activities here that might not be what are most comfortable to us or where we feel most at home. So lifestyle-wise, you know I love essential oils for supporting our bodies physically and emotionally as well. And since autumn is a time to focus on grounding and centering, I have a few recommendations there. So first is doTERRA's Balance Blend, which is spruce, hoewood, frankincense, blue tansy, blue chamomile, and osmanthus flower. It's in a base of fractionated coconut oil for topical application. And I would recommend applying this to your feet as a grounding ritual or putting it on your low back. I also like the single essential oils of sandalwood and vetiver for this. And you can use those during meditation. Uh, sandalwood is really good for that. You can use vetiver at night before bed. I tend to put that on the bottom of my big toe or even behind my ears before bed. 
And those are wonderful oils like to bring you again down to a more grounding energy, more centering, more introspective type energy, those deep oils. Think of deep being a more inward, um, inward essential oil, inward essence, as opposed to something that is light, which would be more like on the periphery on the outside. So you're going inward, you're going deep, think deep aromas. And because autumn and our inner autumn as well is all about letting go of the old and allowing for the cycle of renewal, use nature as a guide for this. The trees do not stubbornly hang on to their leaves because they might potentially need them to photosynthesize next year, right? <laughs> so in our own lives, how often do we hold on to this stuff, whether it be stories that we're telling ourselves, emotions, the way that we're doing things in our life or in our workouts. Sometimes this stuff, these stories need to be transformed, just like the leaves in autumn get shed from the tree and fertilize it for next year. So reflect on what's happening for you in that way and how that's happening. And I'll just share a personal example of this for me because recently I I noticed during my premenstrual inner autumn that a couple days before I felt really intense feelings of sadness that I described as feeling depressed and I also felt very angry. I I felt like I was raging and lashing out at my husband in ways that I didn't even really understand why. And I said that to him as well. Like I just feel raging and like this rage of anger. But as I reflected on these emotions, which I don't always feel on a regular basis, I realized that simply feeling them and noticing them allowed them to be processed and transformed into something different because they really changed as I just noticed what was going on instead of judging myself for being a terrible person and lashing out and feeling angry. And I think I needed to let go of those so that they weren't holding on inside my physical body. Part of that came through movement as well. These emotions that I was feeling, I took them for a hike. I took them for a run. Moving my body, I could tell afterwards it really transformed those emotions. So keep that in mind for yourself that movement can be such a tool for this. And as I thought about it more, these emotions of intense sadness and anger could have come from the previous few months of processing my grandpa's death and the stresses that have come with building our house. And so I think it's important that we have some reflective time to think what's been happening for us in the last weeks, in the last months. And I'm honestly very grateful that we have this time each month, especially as women, where everything aligns for us physically to cleanse, to let go, to reflect, to release anything that still needs releasing. And instead of judging these feelings, as I would have done in the past, I now understand the value in feeling, noticing, and letting it pass, just like the flow passes through me each month when I bleed, just like it does for you. And so use your tools, use movement, use the aroma of nature through the essence of essential oils, use your journaling or whatever you do to kind of put thoughts out into 
something besides within your head. And I do want to mention, too, there's a wonderful book called Wild Power, where I was first introduced to the inner seasons. And the authors of this book and creators of Red School, which I'll link to in the show notes, they actually recommend that during inner summer, you write a letter to yourself acknowledging all the things you have achieved and celebrate yourself. Because then you can read this letter when you are struggling in the premenstrual inner autumn, if that happens to be where you find yourself. So I don't know about you, but I feel like most of my life to this point, I've perceived this inner autumn period of the month to be so negative. We hear criticisms about women who are PMSing, being extra emotional, being angry, just extra sassy during that time, and it's all very negative. It's a criticism. And now that I have this new understanding and the gifts that are actually within this time, I see it differently. I see that our culture simply doesn't always respect the changes inherent in our cycles as a human body. And being able to do that for myself and see that within myself is really magical because it offers me an invitation to be less judgmental and more open and receiving of guidance from my inner wisdom and better able to manage my energy and relate to the people in my life and not burn out in workouts and take care of myself, which is all of the things that I want for you. And that's why I'm sharing this. So I hope that you have gotten some value from this conversation. I hope that you will take steps to notice what's going on in your inner autumn and also for you in general if you're happening to listen to this during the autumn season of nature. And if you do enjoy this discussion and if you get value from the Wild Wellness Podcast, I have to tell you that there is a special bonus for members of the wild in October you'll get the autumn guidebook, which includes a workout calendar to start tracking your cycle, specific ways you can adjust your workout during your inner autumn. There's also a section that guides you through the difficulties that may come with autumn and your inner autumn each month, and it's gonna help you to work through that. And also essential oil recipes and recommendations for this time, a little bit deeper than what I shared with you here. So just, To be clear, as a member of the wild, you also get weekly podcast episodes. You'll be missing half the episodes if you aren't a member of the wild. You'll get access to all the episode archives. And for every member, I give a dollar a month to the doTERRA Healing Hands Foundation, which is empowering people and communities around the world to become more self-reliant. And there's also an option for you to get monthly wellness and lifestyle coaching with me in a Q&A and an entry for the wild gift of the season, which in October, this giveaway includes a copy of the book I mentioned, Wild Power, Discover the Magic of Your Menstrual Cycle and Awaken the Feminine Path to Power. It also in the giveaway includes a sampling of four sigmatic mushroom elixirs and a doTERRA essential oil inner autumn kit with several different essential oils and blends. So you can get the link to check out the details about becoming a member of the wild in the show notes or go to jennyholbert.com forward slash wild members. Hey, before you go, if you loved this episode, be sure to subscribe, review, and share it with someone. Thank you so much for listening, for showing up, And until we chat again, go live your one wild life.